Hey everyone, welcome to the Founder Hour After Hours. This is your co-host Posh. And I'm Pat. That's Pat. This is After Hours still number Pat. six. Still Pat. Uh, it's like it's like still Dre, still Matic, you know, just he's still Pat. Um, this is a very special episode besides the fact that it's the 35th one, which is pretty Huge. impressive. Um, we've been trying for months now to get this guest on the show, um, but... This guest did not want to allocate about an hour for the mm-hmm. founder hour. Don't blame him because, you know, he's a pretty big deal. Uh, but luckily, he's in the area today. Is he? Yeah. And he, we had planned this after hours around his schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to be joining us for about 10 to 15 minutes today while he's on his way home. Um, you guys all know him as Magic Johnson. Wow. Um, and I am very excited, but I want to save my excitement for when he's here. Uh, because It's not a big deal. It's a big deal, but I want to maximize my 15 <laughs> minutes of time with Magic. Um, I'm shaking. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're, we're both wearing a Magic Johnson jersey, if you could see us, uh, but you can't. So before we get him on the show, because he's going to come in the next 10 to 15 minutes, I think. Hopefully, if it's not like, you know, magic time. Um, but, I mean, he was on time for LeBron. He was there at 9.01 yeah. p.m. So, he told us, I don't know what, 2.30. So, hopefully, he'll be here. Anyway, so, like, I'm sure there's a lot to talk about before he's here. Let's kick it off. Um, so, yeah, this is the after hours for those of you who are just tuning in. Uh, this is kind of the time when we just kind of sit around, talk about what's on our minds, what's going on in the world, uh, and just have a conversation around random stuff so uh thank you for tuning in hopefully you enjoy this segment stick around till the end for a surprise announcement um but yeah why don't we kick it off with your story about an encounter you had recently at uh din tai fung which is a restaurant at the americana in glendale Mm -hmm. which is your hometown your hood my hometown yeah um Pretty funny encounter. You posted on Instagram. I'm sure many of you saw it. If you follow Posh, if you don't follow him, uh, at Nershesaposhian. Or just at the Founder Hour. At the Founder Hour. Uh, But um, yeah, tell us more. I mean, I know I know the gist of it. I know kind of what happened, but I don't know all the details. So yeah, so um, I'm officially a celebrity. Uh, For those that didn't know, now they know. Um, Local celebrity um, in Glendale, honestly, specifically in Americana. Um, I'm like a locational celebrity, mm. uh, not even local. Um, a geo celebrity. Yeah, like honestly, like if there was a geo filter around Snapchat, like on, on around Americana, like I would be that celebrity there. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was at dinner with a few friends on a random weeknight, and you know we were just doing our thing, enjoying our dinner, and uh, I wasn't wearing like a founder hour shirt or anything. I mean, I literally had just left the gym, went to dinner, and. Uh, the bill came, the check came, and our waitress, whose name I think was Gabby, I could be wrong. Um, Sammy? No, Gabby. Oh, oh, yeah, oh Sammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I think Gabby, Gabriella, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was dealing with us the whole night, but she dropped off the bill. And as she was dropping it off, she kind of looked at me. And I was like, I don't know what like is happening. And she's like are you Pat or Posh by any chance? <laughs> and I'm like, at this, and by the way, Pat's not with me. Yeah, I'm not there. And I was a little thrown off guard because I was like, I don't know where this question is coming from. 
Um, but I looked at my friends, and my friends are at this point are also kind of like, what is going on? And I was like, I'm posh. What's up? And she's like, do you like host a podcast by any chance? And I was like, yes, I do. And if you ask my friends around me, apparently I was blushing at this point. I don't know why. Um, I think it was mostly because I was just surprised. Um, and so I said, yeah, you know, I host, co-host a podcast called The Founder Hour. She's like, yeah, when you walked in, the hostess in the front recognized you and she's freaking out. And I said, what do you mean? She said she recognizes you from the podcast because it's her favorite podcast. She always listens. And she recognized you. That's insane. Like Which, if Matt Damon walked in, she probably wouldn't have recognized him that day. Yeah, I probably she wouldn't recognized either, yeah. you. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, okay. Like, and I honestly, at this point, I thought someone's fucking with me. Um, I thought actually that Pat, like my theory was Pat is at the front desk, knows I'm there, and told somebody to go fuck with me. Because I would have done something like that, honestly. Like if I knew Pat was somewhere, I would have had somebody go and fuck with him. Um, and anybody else for that matter too. But um, but now I'm like, okay, like let me meet this, you know, chick. And her name was Sammy. And so we pay the bill, we walk, and we're going towards the front. And now I see like several girls at the front desk reception area. And there's one whose two hands are now against her like face. Just like freaking out that I'm like there. Um, and I mean, I'm just like, a, for those who know me, I'm like, I'm just like a regular dude. Um, not like a celebrity yet. And so it's more, it was more shocking to me that someone recognized me than it was to her that I think that I was there because this is a podcast. Like you just know my voice. You just know Pat's voice. You know, we have Instagram pictures, but yeah. like you must really know who we are yeah. if you can recognize me on the streets without, you know, my podcast makeup, um, <laughs> which clearly she did. And so we talked, we took a few pictures um, and it was crazy because she was talking about, I asked her how she found out about the podcast because for me and Pat, like that's always like a question about like, how'd you find out? Like we yeah. want to know. Yeah. Um, and so she said that she was just on Google, like literally Googling like business podcasts because she wanted to apply to business schools and go back to school and she wanted like some source of inspiration and came across our podcast, started listening and uh, now she's starting business school and, you know, um, we talked about like, you know, what her aspirations and whatnot were and, you know, obviously, Sammy, I'm sure you're listening, so um, stay in touch um, and definitely keep spreading the word. But it was crazy. I mean, like, my friends who were there were like taking pictures and like recording videos <laughs> Because they were literally in shock, you know. They were like, "We can't." They're like, "What yeah. is happening?" I think they. I think one of them even texted you. Yeah, he did. He messaged me on Instagram, and he's like, "You won't believe what happened." Uh, <laughs> you got, you got, and then he just, he was just like, "You guys have built something incredible. Like, this is unbelievable. Like, how did you know?" I, that's crazy. I mean, like, I just walking into a restaurant and someone randomly recognizing you. That's like you didn't know no. that they were like a listener or someone, right. a fan, or someone was like listening. That's pretty awesome. Right, because I was expecting somebody that like I might have known or something when she first said it. Yeah. I it's like, I don't know, a girl named Sammy. Yeah, it's one of those moments where it's just like, damn, like I, all this stuff like is so worth it. Because mm. like you just kind of you feel like how yeah. you know how someone is like really into what you're doing, mm -hmm. whatever work you're putting out, um, and like the impact you're having. Yeah, and I mean I think you and I were like super like just 
high up on that situation that night. Yeah. Um, I mean, because we were just talking about like how it's so crazy that this happened. Yeah. But also like not only that it happened, but like it actually is like impacting people. Right. You know, because at the end of the day, like we can keep telling these stories, but we still want to inspire them well, or. Yeah. And the way this stuff works, it's like podcasting, right? Like you have like a certain schedule and you record interview, you record podcasts, you edit them, you put them out and. You know, you get people listening. Uh, maybe they'll interact uh, here and there on like social media and like send you texting, like, "Hey, you love this episode," blah blah blah. But you don't really like these like little. I don't want to call them validations, but like these little moments that you kind of yeah. feel like out and about that kind of hit you out of nowhere. It's mm -hmm. like, damn, like that's you know what you're doing is really impacting other people in ways that you don't even know. Right. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. One thing is like that I know, and and it's interesting because like. If you and this is the same for I think not just podcasts but any maybe company or any movement or anything that has like a social media presence is like you don't always know you can't just take your social media engagement and presence and like blow that out of proportion and say like this is what it is because you know like for example I think you said she doesn't have an Instagram or she she didn't find yeah, out about us media. on Instagram which is crazy because you can look at your Instagram and be like oh wow like you know maybe people didn't uh, engage with this episode mm -hmm. more than the other one. But you you meet someone in person who's like touched by that episode and like right. you know they didn't say anything on social media so you just don't know. Yeah, because some people don't also like just like sharing their personal lives or just really engaging on social media. They just right. they just view it right and they move on. But like you know, Sammy must have really seen like she must have seen the website. You know, probably saw saw our pictures there, like recognize our faces. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. So um, yeah, I mean, if anyone listening here is ever like inspired by an episode, like please DM us. You can DM us just at the Founder Hour. Like we're we're on that account, so we'll see it. But we would love to hear how yeah. you know the folks that we interview or the stuff that they say have have inspired you or or anything like that because that really pushes us. And I don't know, I I just love to know for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, one cool like thing that we kind of got out of this is really like we we're just talking about right now is like the like impact and how important that is. Um, I mean, I guess like, like I said, like you don't really know the impact that you have sometimes. Um, so I, I don't know. Is there anything you want to talk about that? Or? About impact? Yeah. Impact's big. Um, I think it applies to really everything you do. Yeah. Um, it's, it's that main ROI that you want, yeah. you know, how you measure impact is up to you. But at the end of the day, you know, whether it's in business whether it's in relationships whether it's in you know volunteer work whether it's in doing podcasts creating content in conversations you know at the end of the day people receive words right or they receive thoughts or actions and they perceive them in some sort of way you know it has some sort of impact on them but a lot of times where the magic and the beauty of impact happens is on the strategy side, like before you even put it out there, you know, you have a goal, you know, I want it to have this impact, you know, um, and you try to go work towards that, you know, for us, you know, the impact for the founder hour is, you know, well, well, with the founder hour, it's telling stories and through stories impacting the lives of, you know, future entrepreneurs or current entrepreneurs or just even impacting them through the storytelling and entertaining them, right? Whatever they want. But also, we don't know how things impact people sometimes. For example, the situation we had. Um, 
people are impacted in different ways. So I think with impact, it's of course it's being strategic. Being strategic is fine. Yeah. But at the same time, I think you need to be open to the fact that people are impacted in different ways. But you should always make sure that you know what that impact is. You know, as a business, you want to know how your service is impacting others, how the products that you're creating are impacting their lives. You know, sometimes you might put out a product for a certain reason. Other people use it in a different way and that impacts them that way. So now you got to most likely, you know, tailor it to that or alter mm -hmm. the strategy to that. Um, and that's the beauty of being like a founder uh, to being a creator is like you need to always be adaptable. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to always listen and always, you know, pull your audience like you know what are they telling us so again like these moments that we had and the moments that we have of people messaging us like those are important to us because we only know so much plus the impact that we're trying to make could be different than the ones that people want to receive people want to be impacted differently than you know we might want them to be impacted so um i think that's big you know and i think impact is big i think it's a word that you don't hear too much yeah too often but i mean that's what it is when you're reading a book you know the author you know wanted to impact your thoughts or your actions in some sort of way yeah so i think you need to be intentional with you know with impacting yeah no i love that i think yeah like i think the main takeaway there for me at least is like to uh be focused like to think about that every now and then like step out of what you're doing you know the the day-to-day -day and just like look at it from a higher like higher level and like like you said, like what impact this yeah. is what I'm doing having, mm -hmm. at least not just on, I mean, not just on others, but also myself. Like, is it like important for me to continue the way I'm doing it or, you know, diverge or do something different? I don't know. I, you know, like, like you said, it's like really measuring, trying to measure that impact mm -hmm. as much as like, much as possible is important because it's going to uh, affect, you know, your des decision to like how you're going to move forward from where you're at. Right. Because think about it in business, like, you know, you could only do so much. You can only, I mean, you could do a lot, but if you're not focused on impact, whether it's, you know, the impact as a leader you have on your team, your employees, as, you know, as, you know, as a team, what impact you have in the community, on, you know, your consumers, in the world, for the environment, right? Like, yeah. there's a lot of different components to impact. I mean, like, I'm sure there's people that know about impact more than I do, uh, but as you know, a consumer, as a leader, you know, I've seen the ways I've been impacted and then how I, you know, put impact out there. It's not easy. Like, I mean, it's a lot, of, it takes a, pr a lot of practice. It takes a lot of learning and, you know, you know, listening and, you know, trying to figure things out around you to impact or create some sort of impact. Mm -hmm. But I think that the companies, for example, you know, there's the founder hour. So we talk a lot about companies and about the founders in terms of founders, it's even more difficult because you are now trying to bring this idea to life and you have to essentially persuade or, you know, tell people this idea and have them buy into it. And then you have to empower them to kind of help you grow it, you know, and that's impact, you know, on its, in itself is like, you know, just the empowerment aspect of it and, you know, having that impact on their lives. Cause you're basically, you know, that's their life. Like, I mean, it's, it's their work, but it's really like their livelihood. And then to, for those people to go out there and then create another level of impact. So I don't think it's something that we probably don't, don't think about with purpose. But I think that if we do think about it with purpose, it makes our lives, our businesses, our relationships that much better. Yeah. Because that then becomes the focus. Right. And everything else 
is just a part of that plan. So I think impact is, I think impact's big. Impact's I love big. it. So we're about 18 minutes in. Do you want to, um, do you have anything to say? Yeah. Magic's late. He's late? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did uh, you have anything to say? I just tell him, man. I feel bad. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Magic Johnson is not going to be joining us today, unfortunately. Um, that was like, you know, we were we were just trying to foreshadow something, maybe. Um, maybe. You know, he, he might be joining us in the in the near future, or the later future. He's a busy man. Future. Uh, but it unfortunately won't be today. Let's just say, let's just say, <laughs> we have been in touch with Magic. <laughs> Um, Magic, just come on, man. <laughs> just come on. We've been in touch with Magic. That's the, the, the truth is we've been in touch with Magic. Magic is a very busy guy, um, but Magic is open to. He didn't say no. He didn't say no. Uh, Which I take as a yes, honestly, because there's two yeah. things. There's yes and no. Yeah. yeah. So well, there is no no. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't really think yes no or not now. <laughs> yes or yeah. not right now. So he'll be he'll be here with us uh, sooner rather than later. I mean, he like at the end of the day, he's just gonna feel bad that everyone in LA has been on it, and he hasn't. Yeah. So, Magic, if you're not listening, which you're probably not, but if somebody from Magic's team is listening, folks, do the right thing. Do the right thing. Hit us up at the Founder Hour. Um. But yeah, I'm glad you guys have been listening to wait for Magic. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Cool. So, what, I mean, moving on to uh, you wanted to t- kind of talk about. Um, John McCain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking of impact, I think it's yeah. a good segue into to sure. impact John McCain had. And all. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so John McCain, as I'm sure you guys all know by now, passed away, I believe, like, uh, probably last week. Um, it's been a few days. Yeah. I don't remember exactly when. His memorial was a few days ago. Um, and he's been, I think, a U.S. senator for six terms. And before that, he was in the Navy. And I think he's most well-known for his time in the Navy, Navy as being like a POW, prisoner of war uh, at the Hanoi Hilton for, I think, what, five or six years, which is the reason why he can't, you know, move his upper, I think his, like, left arm, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, can't comb his hair, can't wear his own jacket. Like, yeah. obviously been through a lot. He's, you know, people call him a, an American hero. Um, and I've just, and I've followed McCain's career for a while. He, I remember when he was running for president against Obama and even before that, um, and it's it's interesting because he obviously had a lot of impact while he was alive. Um, but it was really, really interesting to see the impact after yeah. his life, like after he died this last week or so. Which um, is usually how it is, unfortunately. Right, right. Like there's a lot of things that came out about him that like I didn't know and like mm-hmm. I'm sure many people didn't know. and mm-hmm. they, they, Or maybe they knew they just forgot at the moment when you're like, right. you know, and he's in the hot seat and... You know, there's so many other things surrounding it, but mm-hmm. yeah. No, but I think it was even bigger. And you're right. Um, it's usually the case, you know, after somebody passes, you know, all the good stuff comes about yeah. about them. And if, again, like no disrespect there. Um, I think that's just reality, like sad reality, but that's reality. But in his case, I think the timing of it, you know, the fact that he knew this was coming, you know, he knew that, you know, his days were, you know, there were not too many days left in his life here. Um, but also the political climate, you know, with his, you know, let's call it beef with Trump, you know, and they were part of the same party, yeah. right? They're both Republicans. Uh, but Trump 
essentially mocked McCain for being a POW and, you know, that he was weak and all that stuff. And, uh, and the thing is, you know, McCain was really like a voice of reason, you know, being like a POW being, you know, he came from a family of like, you know, he came like a military from a military family. And so for him, like it was country first, Yeah, it wasn't party first. It wasn't anything else. It was really like America first. And with whole, the whole Trump kind of rhetoric and the, the bashing of different ethnicities and religions, McCain didn't believe in that. You know, people now think that, you know, and again, rightfully so, that, Repu- that the Republican Party is racist, that, you know, they are not for the people. McCain wasn't that type of Republican. He wasn't, I mean, that wasn't what Republicanism was, but McCain definitely preached diversity of ethnicity, religion, gender. I mean, he was really concerned with America being put first and foremost above anything else. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, we're a land full of people of really every background. So, I mean, he turned down the reversal of the healthcare bill against the Republican, against the Republican choice. And the most awesome part of it, I think was because he knew his days were numbered, he was able to plan his memorial, you know, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, and, and he chose his two opponents, the two people that kept him from being president to eulogize him at his yeah, which is, funeral. And I saw that video clip about Amazing. how when his, he was, um, uh, what do you call it when you the lose? POW? No, what do you call, call it when you oh, lose? Oh, the concession speech. Uh, is it concession? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Conceding. He was conceding to, to, to Obama and yeah. then someone mentioned something about right. him being Muslim. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is I mean, like that was so respectful, which is like way. normality. Yeah, and I just, I just, I just think that I don't think I think that you know he, he was such a worthy opponent to Obama, and like if it if he had run any other year, he would have won. He would have won, hundred percent. Like he was, I mean, when you really like look at his background and his life and how he's dedicated his whole life to the country, like he would, he's someone that you would want to be your president. Well, I think he, a lot, I, I think big just, part of the loss was because of Palin, but Palin, and also, I mean, he was definitely a lot older. He was, um, you he know, was. And, and Obama was this kind of young force mm-hmm. coming in, and you know, the whole change movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was he he put on a great campaign. Like, I mean, McCain beat Romney at the time to become the Republican right, nominee. Right. Yeah. Like it, it was that was a, that was a tough battle. Oh yeah. You really look back but at that, it. But but when looking back compared to what we had, you know, two years ago, like yeah. that was like politics because it but, wasn't focused. But it on was the like the ideal. Like I'm not a big. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not huge on politics because yeah. I, I know how it can be. But, um, like from a uh, from a like an idealistic standpoint, like that was the ideal political battle. B- battle. It was like yeah. both were highly qualified. Both were highly respectful. Like it couldn't have been any better. because it wasn't. There weren't personal attacks. Right. You know. It's and I think that and that's I wanted to bring this up because, you know, on the impact piece, but also more so kind of to remind people that. And again, like you're like, we're very different in this sense. I mean, I love politics. I love just like everything about it. Um, but I hate the fact that people and including myself, I'm like disgusted by politics now because it's not real politics. It's just fucking like people insulting one another, Yeah, which is not politics. That's like high school drama. That's what it is. We have a bunch of entertainers or wannabe entertainers that are not creating any sort of impact. The impact that they're creating is negative. They are creating this division. Like when McCain and Obama went head to head in 08 and then McCain lost, there was really, I mean, sure, there was some sort of division because, you know, the political parties just create that inherently. However, there was no personal hatred of the other party. I mean, like 
Obama never, sorry, McCain insulted, never insulted Obama. He always disagreed with his politics, yeah. which is fine. I mean, yeah. like you're disagreeing with people all the time. Yeah. That's not a big deal. If anything, that creates better product at the end of the day. Even in the business, like you want people to disagree yeah. with you. You know, there's politics in business all the time. Like you're not yeah. going to agree with people. But that's like the key thing is like why take things personally? That doesn't advance anything, especially in politics, especially for the country, a business, anything like that. In the workplace, when you're trying to achieve a goal, in politics, workplace, whatever, if you take things personally, that's going to hinder growth. Because now you think it's about yourself, but it's not. This presidency, like this president, thinks it's about him. Yeah. That's the problem. That's why people don't like him. Yeah. That's why people don't like his policy because he's always about Trump first. Yeah. And so, you know, by having Obama and George W. Bush, you know, eulogize him at his memorial and his daughter was a part of it as well. And all three of them gave incredible speeches. I mean, if you guys haven't had a chance to listen or even if you don't like politics, definitely listen because I think it'll be a great reminder to you of what America was about. And I think all three of them had the message that um, America doesn't need to be great again because it's already great. It's always been great. The fact that we have people from every single religion, every single race coexisting as one, yeah. being economic leaders. Yeah, there's in a the lot world. of problems in the world, but at the end of the day, this is the best best it's ever been. Like it's always hundred percent. I mean, like things could always like little things could always be, be become worse. But overall, when you really look at it from like a again like outside perspective, like I mean, how far have we come? You know? Yeah. Have uh, you watched the episode of Will Smith on the Colbert Show? I know about it. I don't think I've watched the whole thing. So no. in a nutshell, he talks, I think it was the Colbert show. He talks about how people, you know, he talks about like um, racism essentially mm -hmm. and um, how people think that it's the worst that it's ever been right now. Um, I think he was on Colbert. It might have been on Kimmel or something regardless. But he, he reminds essentially the audience and says 200 years ago, there was slavery. 100 years ago, you know, we were still getting lynched. We didn't have the right to vote. We didn't have a lot of the same yeah. opportunities. Sure, there's a lot of stuff that's happening right now that's, yeah. you know, we haven't reached our goal. Mm -hmm. But you can't say that we haven't progressed. I mean, even no. Obama said the same thing. No, the main thing the main thing to look at and pay attention to in this case is not each individual problem that yeah. could become better or worse. It's the opportunities that people have to make a change and to make an impact and to... To, to affect those issues because mm -hmm. back then like there was more of a system and there were more there's more of an elite group of people in charge of things and you had no idea what was going on now when you see and I think this is like why a lot of people speak up about the fact that Trump became president like it's mm -hmm. not that they're supporting him it's that they're uh, observing how someone like Trump could come and just change the system and someone like him could be in a presidency so and like I, before him I mean Obama same thing like uh, I mean, he was more of obviously he was a politician, but uh, it's just the fact that back then, yes, you know, like racism was worse, uh, but I feel like people, not everyone had the same opportunity or the same chance to right. like be as, you know. And again, as, there's a lot of room for improvement. Of course. I mean, always. There's always, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, never, nothing's ever going to be perfect. Right. So. But I think looking at things and saying, like, it's the worst it's ever been. Yeah. And, and I think Trump is highlighting that and trying to use that to his advantage. Yeah. By saying, you know, we're at the worst we've ever been, you know, like foreign, foreign you know, foreign relations wise, economy wise, like, and, you know, making everything. So, you know, I think the message here is like multiple fold. It's, you know, whether it's in politics or business, you know, 
number one, like always create that impact, that positive impact, because you could always create negative impact, but also that, you know, a lot of these things cannot be done alone and it's never about you. You know, it's, it's never about you. It's, I mean, nobody, nobody expects the president of the United States to do things on his or her own. Right. Um, nobody expects the CEO and the founder of a company to do things on his or her own. They all need a team. But the way that you get the team is you have that vision, that positive vision. And it's not by focusing on the negative, man. It's like, this is the, I hate when people come to me, or I'm sure you feel the same way, like when they just give you the problem. Yeah. I mean, that's the easiest part to pinpoint. Right. The hardest part is coming up with the solution. But if you're ever going to talk, and I always tell people, if you're going to ever present me with a problem, you better follow it up with a solution yeah. or a proposed solution at least so that we're progressing or else we're just fucking sitting around wasting each other's time. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, the message McCain wanted to, you know, push past his, you know, past his life was number one, politics should not be the reason why somebody is not friends with you and that, you know, we can't be unified and that regardless of party, regardless of race, religion, we need to create positive impact in this world, in this country. And, you know, that we are in the right position to do it. And I mean, in a place like LA, especially, especially we have everything. It's, we're a mini country. We're like a mini United States in a city. Um, you have that opportunity to do great things. I think the reason for that is, and and again, like on the topic of impact, is the impact that political, the political agenda of both parties, you know, individually, respectively, have on other people. Like right. I think that's what creates the divide. I mean, like obviously, it's easier said than done. To like, you can't take, you can't, you know, come up with policies that benefit, you know, everybody. But, like, I don't know how the balance could work. I don't know. I don't know yeah. enough about politics to, like, look at it from, like, a, yeah. like that perspective. But, like, I think the, the divide comes from, hey, like, if a policy affects me and, and it affects you, like, affects me positively and affects you negatively, then we're going to have opposing, you know, views on things. And it's, right. I mean, but at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, it's not personal. If it's, exactly. If it's personal, then that's like a different story. Like in this case, it's like, okay, how, how can there be like a more of like a compromise or how can there be like, you know, we, you win some, you lose some and everyone wins, yeah. wins some. And loses yeah. Like, some. I don't like paying 30% of my paycheck to the federal government. Right. But at the end of the day, I know that that money is allowing me, that money along with everybody else is allowing me to have the freedoms that I have that right. in other countries that they don't, yeah. you know, would I want to pay less? Hundred percent. I mean, yeah. like, get me, get me signed up for that shit. Yeah. But you know, that might come at a cost. Right. Exactly. It's gonna affect in uh, different areas. Of you your know. Life. Yeah. So the freedom I have to, you know, pay less taxes might compromise my freedom to, you know, speak freely. Right. Right. So it really depends. So yeah, we could probably about, go on about, about this. For but speaking hours. about politics, um, you know, you had you had mentioned you wanted to talk about the boycott in and out movement. Oh yeah. Uh, so what do you what do you got to say, Bosh? Do you know much about it? Um, sort of, sort of, uh, you know, I, I, I just know that they decided to donate to the GOP and yeah. there's I mean, been backlash about it, but yeah. sort of, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you're on the right track. Yeah. Um, I saw, I follow this guy on Twitter, Rob Pierce, P Y E R S. And he's like a campaign finance guy. Um, and so he had posted this like screenshot of in and out giving or having donated $25,000 to the California Republican. Where Party. was the screenshot? Like what, what was the source? It, it was like the, the it was a website that tracks these donations. Okay. It's like it's I think it's but obsessed like any, with everybody. Anyone how much was it? Twenty five thousand. So anyone could anyone put have put in and out or was it like verified that it was in and out? It was verified. Comes from in and out, yeah. yeah. Um and so and he reports a, a bunch of stuff. 
So I had seen this and I actually screenshotted that and I put it on my Instagram stories and I put a poll saying, you know, <laughs> would you still eat at in and out Yeah. You know, after finding out about this? And I think like 80% of people said they still would eat at In-N-Out. Um, and then I had posted a tweet on Twitter saying, wait, does this mean shorter lines at In-N-Out since, you know, most of California is, you know, liberal? Um, and I think the NBC, like San Francisco, like news picked it up and like they like, oh, posted nice. my story, yeah. which I messaged them and I said, thanks for the, asking for my permission. They didn't, they didn't respond. So NBC Bay Area. Things are coming your way. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, the reason I wanted to talk about it was because, like, very briefly, uh, first of all, $25,000 is literally nothing for now. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, it's not surprising to me because they're a Christian-owned family. Like, if surprise, if you have, if you didn't know that, if you look at your burger wrapper next time, there's, like, a yeah. quote from the Bible in there. John 3.16, underneath the Under the cup. The, cup. Yeah. Uh, the shake has a different, the shake cups yeah. have a different quote. The fries has a different quote. Except they're open on Sundays and Chick-fil-A is closed. Right, yeah. That's uh, Chick-fil-A. Honestly, Chick-fil-A, dude, if anybody from Chick-fil-A is listening, I hope you are. Honestly, like, what are you guys doing, man? Like, just because, like, it's Sunday, like, people go to church, like, where do you think they want to go after church? Chick-fil-A. Anyways. Um... But yeah, man, these corporations are mostly like led by Republicans. They prefer conservative policies. I mean, now fav- when they're that big, right? When they're yeah. that big, I mean, yeah. like the conservative pol- conservative policies. Like we were talking about the difference of policies. Conservative policies favor larger corporations, right? So especially when they're Christian-owned family, mm-hmm. like that, you know, ideals kind of line up better with the, the Republican. Do party. you think they could have done it? Sorry, go ahead. Go for it. I was saying, do you think they could have done it in a different way to mm-hmm. like, like, I mean. I don't know how they donated what medium system just twenty five thousand dollars to the Republican Party to support Republican candidates. Right, but but this is what I'm about to say. Yeah, what people don't know is that they donate as much, or if not, to the Democratic Party because they are highly for workers' rights. In and Out pays their employees more than the minimum wage, mm-hmm. better than most oh, yeah. companies pay yeah. them. Yeah, so In and Out is as much as they donate to the Republican Party. They also donate to political action committees that support workers' rights and things that have to do with workers, labor labor groups and whatnot. They are very big on that. So, again, you know, learn both sides of the story is like a big thing here. And this boycott and not movement, in my opinion, is complete bullshit. Is it still um, happening? Like even though I mean, that yeah, information dude, people, is out there? I mean, but, but remember on Thursday night, this was like I've on never Wednesday. Seen a line that long Thursday night, Pat and I were at an event and we were like, oh, let's get in and out after – I've never seen a line at In and Out. There was long. probably at least a hundred, hundred to one hundred fifty cars. Yeah, there. so <sighs> like out on congrats, the street. Congrats, boycotted I mean, In and Out. I mean, I mean, like yeah, like police must might have had yeah, to come and like yeah. coordinate this stuff, man. This is the stuff that pisses me off. Like you know, taking one little fucking thing and just blowing it up and turning against the company or whatnot. Like without I knowing think the that's full what hurts, um, like either party like if if like oh 100 you know liberals are doing something crazy and conservatives take it out of proportion and then you know like either way it just hurts the other party and i saw a few of my like very like liberal friends on facebook who had posted about like the fact that why are we making this a big deal like like who cares they're donating to them like we want people to donate like again like i'm an independent i'm like literally registered independent um and i like things from both parties i hate things from both parties Which I think most people... Yeah, most people in our generation obviously are. I think people should be free to do whatever they want, number one. But also, you want people on both sides that are positive people, people that are educated, people that are knowledgeable, people that have passion. You want that healthy competition or else you don't have a democracy. Yeah. So when people are shutting down one side of the party or the other side of the party, 
that's not good for this country. So, again, we can, I mean, politics, I can talk about literally like day and night, day and night, like Kid Cudi, but like, you know. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Well, I just wanted to quickly plug in here, um, a f- like this feeling I had the other day. So, I, everyone who knows me knows I'm like a gym nut. Like, I love going to the gym. Really? Yeah, believe it or not. Uh, I love going every day uh, as much as I can. Um, it's like my mental getaway. My mental, like, just reset. Like, it's just like my getaway. Like, I'll just go there, throw on some music. I'll talk to people here and there, but generally, like, I just don't really want to, like, mm-hmm. I just want to go and work out and be in my zone. Uh, and I just had this realization, like, how, how, how much it's affected me because of the fact of, like, the, you know, the type of person I am and mm-hmm. how my lifestyle is, like... I'm a founder as well. Uh, I know most people or a lot of people listening are either founders or interested in becoming founders um, or, you know, starting a business. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lonely, like, world, like, out yeah. there. Like, you're, you're, it's all on your shoulders. Like, you're starting something from scratch. Like, how fucking hard is that, right? Like, it's very hard. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, everything is up to you. Like, it, you, I, I, either it can be successful or it can be a failure and that's all on your that's all your responsibility right so um i mean this like topic of mental health that we've talked about obviously so so big and it's going to continue to be big and we want to continue to talk about it um but i think this kind of feeds into that um that that narrative of how important uh, mental health is uh but as it relates to entrepreneurship and and founders uh i think you know it's really just so important to to find that reset and because the gym and exercising, like, whatever, like, releases, you know, like, it, it, it makes you feel good. The endorphins. Uh, do- dopamine, endorphins, whatever it is. And, and yeah, endorphins. I don't want to, like, sound like an idiot, um, but, uh, you know, but, yeah, one of those things. Um, Swipe up. It, is, it makes you feel good, right? So, Swipe up for more. Yeah. So if you can combine, like, get it, kind of, like, resetting out of, outside of, like, work, um, and feeling good, like it, that's just so important. So, what's your routine? Tell us your routine. Like, what's a daily life pat like? Uh, yeah. So, um, it's pretty simple. Like, I don't, I don't think one one thing that I think a lot of people like burnout is really big mm-hmm. when it comes to like exercising mm-hmm. and working out because you know when you're just kind of getting started, you have this like crazy vision in mind. Like, I'm gonna like you know diet like this, and I'm gonna do this workout routine, and I'm gonna be you know this weight in six months and and then you go online and, and you talk to people and you find these like, you know, lose uh, 50 pounds. Swipe up like, for more. Se- yeah, exactly. Six <laughs> weeks. Like that shit is bullshit. All of it is bullshit. I don't believe in any of it. Yeah. Um, I don't even believe like, look, even though there might be workout routines and regimens and plans that make you lose a bunch of weight in a short amount of time that it could work. You're just sacrificing so much of your health and your well-being mentally, physically, um, everything to do that, like I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I would recommend making it a part of your lifestyle. And it's a long game, you know, it's yeah. a long game. If you want to do it right, it's a long game. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I've been working out for like almost like, what is it? How old am I? 26? Like over 10 years. Um, and I, for the first half of that time, like I wasn't really doing anything right. I was just exercising, which is whatever. Um, but I started taking it more seriously in the last few years because, um, of like that that impact that it's had on my daily life it's like just again like my getaway uh but yeah so right now i, I but just what do you do I mean, i'm saying like besides like g- you'll give us a gym thing too but like you wake up talk, start there 
Oh, like my my diet? No, your daily routine diet. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. It's not it's not very. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't recommend my daily routine to a lot of people. But uh, I'll and luckily, up. he's not a personal trainer. No, yeah, I'll wake up and uh, I'm not the I'm not I don't eat the the healthiest. Uh, I don't. I know yeah. what I should do, but yeah, I don't yeah. because of how like busy I can be sometimes. But I'll eat you know my breakfast you know whatever like I'll get a good amount of protein, um, good amount Six of carbs. Eggs. Yeah, two whole eggs, five egg whites is my thing. I do have Seven. I do have high cholesterol, so I, my doctor told me to cut that down a bit. So I have, um, but yeah, love eggs um, and get some veggies in the morning. Yeah, uh, and then uh, yes coffee, no? black coffee, black straight coffee, black. straight black coffee. Um, and then you know, a few hours later, I'll eat, or like an hour later, I'll eat like an oatmeal meal. You know, my oatmeal meal, I love it. Um, by by, by like the time it's like twelve oatmeal. o'clock, Pat's already yeah. done for the oats day. are big, man, dude. <laughs> the the day I started implementing oatmeal into my meals, like my energy just shot up so much. Like at the gym, I feel it. Yeah, I feel it. Like I'll eat, so and then I'll eat lunch. You know, a couple hours later, whatever. You know, I'll eat protein. Do you have one cup of coffee a day? Yeah, one cup of coffee a day. But I have my pre workout, which is like three cups of coffee, <laughs> supposedly. Um, but uh, yeah, whatever. So I'll, I'll I'll eat like the normal like meals i don't i don't eat like 10 meals a day like how some people do it's just tough to do like as i don't have time busy, for 10 meals a day yeah and like people people think that you need to like spread them out it doesn't really matter like just get your get the amount of calories you need if you're trying to gain weight then get more than what you're burning every single day it's called your tdee your total daily energy expenditure huge calculate it eat a little bit more they call it a mild surplus or a mild deficit is if you're trying to lose weight <laughs> Right, it's very simple. Here, dude. Very simple. Uh, and then when it comes to workout routine, don't need to be fancy. You know, uh, as a guy, I work out. I mean, all my all the main muscle groups. Obviously, it's different for women. Um, but I can kind of speak to them. To men is really like, I'll like isolate one muscle group a day. Uh, I'll go heavy, which is like they call it the hypertrophy range, which is like the four to six mm-hmm. rep range. Uh, because I want to build muscle. If you're going really light and really high rep. You're not really building any muscle. You're just, it's like the same as doing cardio, you know? You're building a little bit of strength, but it's not going to make a drastic difference. You want to kind of stay within that four to six to eight rep range. Um, So I'll do that. Uh, And it's worked for me. I mean, I I know what I need to do. I don't do it consistently as much as I should, but I know what I need to do. I mean, it's tough when you have a full work schedule. I mean, you're already exhausted. That's the hard part. If I could just get my ass there and like, and I'm in a way like, as founders, as entrepreneurs, as business people, we're just naturally competitive. Mm-hmm. But I'm in like a competition with myself. Like I keep track of, you know, I keep track of everything I do. Like if I, you know, I hit a certain amount of weight for a certain amount of reps, I'll, I'll keep track of it. And every mm-hmm. time I hit six on those, on my heavy, you know, workouts, I'll move up weight uh, and I'll try to hit four. And I'm like constantly in this like competition with myself. And like, I love that. Like yeah. I'm going to the gym with a mission. It's like, I'm going to break my fucking mm-hmm. PR today. And if you guys ever have any questions about the gym... <laughs> Yeah, please hit me up. I feel like like I'm going to eventually get into this type of industry doing something because I fucking love it so much. Um, But yeah, hit me up. I would love it. But he'll motivate you without having you pay him. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, I'll just have a conversation with you. I'm not trying to get money off of this. Because that shit's so annoying, dude. Like, (laughs) you'll just see ads like, I lost 35 pounds in two weeks and built a lot of muscle before and after picture of like Photoshop before and after picture. And, And mind you, I'm not the most like... Um, in, you know, I'm not the most educated when it comes to this space, but I've definitely done a lot of research. I've read books um, of people who are pretty, you know, um, pretty notable 
Um, but I think I just figured out how to like cons- make it consistent and make it part of my life. That's the main thing. Well, that's like, you don't want to burn out everything. Because I see people like do it for two months, three months, and they're killing it. They're doing great, and they just burn out. Like, and then all of a sudden they just start eating fast food every day again, right. and they're just like, I mean, it's gone. tough. Like, I mean, like yeah. when I so I haven't been working out for ten years, but like when I started working out was like March twenty sixteen. Yeah. So it's been like a little over two years, and I was like. I was like, my peak weight was like 267. And right. I was like, fuck, like, you know, I got to lose weight. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, let me like, I just got to sign up at, at a gym. I literally had not seen the inside of a gym. Like, I didn't know what the fuck that looked like. I don't know what these machines were. Um, so I just signed up and I was like, okay, I got to go. And it was like, but for me, it was more like, I knew that obviously I was going to drop 50 pounds in a month. Yeah. But it was like, that's my goal. Like, I want to get to that point. Um you know, and not just like, there was no timeline for it. It was just like, I want to lose like 50 pounds, whether it's going to take me a year, two years, three years, whatever it takes. Like, but I want it to be like, I need to change the way I'm eating, the way I'm working out, sleeping. A lot of it, it's not only working out and eating, like sleep is a big part of it. Huge. Hydrating is a big part of it. Yeah. It's all interconnected. Everything. So, um, and that shit doesn't have, if honestly, that doesn't happen overnight Mm because you're literally changing habits Mm -hmm. and habit changing. I mean, it takes a lot of time. Like you, you got to prioritize it a lot over yeah, a lot of other things. Right. So, and I try, I mean, I, I had lost a lot of weight in the beginning, but like, again, I was cooking on my own, Yeah. you know, drinking a fuck ton of water, working out like five, six times a week. You know, if I wasn't working out, I would go for a walk always like definitely becoming more active, trying to sleep better. So I dropped about like 45, 50 pounds in yep. like six, seven months. Yep. Now I've gained maybe like 15 on top of like whatever, like so like 35 net whatever loss. Um, but again, it's more so like, again, it's, it's hard. It's a lifestyle change that it is, but needs like to you constantly said, it's, happen. It's a lifestyle change. And like, you've got to a point now where like, you know, one day we'll talk and you're like, yeah, man, I didn't, I didn't get to go to the fucking gym today. I'm yeah. So and you pissed. feel sad. Like, like, yeah. Like get to that point, get yeah. to that point, get to the point where you feel like shit. If you don't go to yeah. the gym, that's how you know, like you're honest or anything else. Honestly, like, <laughs> like get to the point that if you're not doing, honestly, it works with anything in a relationship. If you're at a point where with a friend or like a girlfriend, boyfriend, if you're at a point where yeah. you're like, damn, like. I'm not doing enough. Like, yeah. you know, feel like shit. Yeah. Like, make yourself feel like shit. Yeah. And then do hold it. yourself accountable. Yeah, same with business. Like, yeah. whether you're working for somebody or you're doing your own thing, like, if you don't, if you're not satisfied, that's a good feeling to like realize that you need to step your game up. Yeah. So that's how we, I don't know how yeah. this topic came up to this. Again, I, the, you, you can keep talking about politics. I can keep talking <laughs> about this. Um, you know, so. So, yeah, uh, stay tuned. Like, I mean, and the announcement that Pat talked about in the beginning, like, might be a new podcast on politics and fitness. Maybe, maybe. Or or or, or it might be what I'm about to say right now. <laughs> um, so uh, if you guys have been on our website in the last couple days or on our social media platform, you saw that we rebranded. We did a rebrand. Uh, changed our logo up. Changed up the look and feel of the Founder Hour. And I just want to explain um, why. Yeah, what motivated this decision? Uh... I don't know, you know, it's like, again, it's one of those things where, you know, you step out of what you're doing day to day, right? And you're looking at the big picture, like we talked about in the beginning of the podcast. And uh, I think it was this feeling that we both had, too, is like, you know, we've kind of outgrown that initial, like when you're just starting something up, you're just kind of scrapping together, right? Mm -hmm. Bootstrapping, like, let's put together a quick logo, let's Mm -hmm. put together a quick, you know, uh, style guide or whatever. Maybe you don't even put it together a style guide, you just fucking do it. it. Uh, And then at some point you realize like, all right, now that this thing is becoming more real and, and, uh, you know, we're like so dedicated to it and we have a following and it's going great, uh, you know, you want to kind of go in a different direction that is a little bit more put together right mm-hmm. um so that's that's really the reason reason for mm-hmm. it and i think we 
both felt like that was the time now mm-hmm. um, to do it. And, you know, that doesn't go to say we won't do it again later. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But, uh, Who knows? yeah, but um, we're, we're, we're happy about it. Um, you know, we'd love to hear what you think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to hit us with a DM uh, mm-hmm. or email us uh, either at hello at the founder hour or my email is pat at the founder hour. Posh at the founder hour. Posh at the founder hour. Um, but yeah, I guess we can kind of segue into like where we see the founder hour going from now because we big have a things. lot of big things. We have a lot of amazing guests coming up. We're, we're super stoked Dude, about a lot. I'm scheduled. like excited. Yeah, very. Um, a lot of uh, awesome interviews scheduled. Uh, a lot more to come. A lot more to come. Yeah, you guys are going to be surpri- surprised at the quality of these guests that are coming up. Yeah. Um, the names the conversations, what they're doing. Even I'm impressed with like the founder hour. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> it was funny because somebody was asking me recently, like it's not, they weren't asking me actually. Somebody was telling me that um, they were impressed with like the quality of our guests. Like they're like, damn, like, and a few people have been telling me recently too. Like, damn, you guys are like are getting like legit people on there. And like, you know, did you ever see this coming? Honestly, like, we saw it coming. Like, you know, like, some people tell you, like, oh, yeah, we never thought we'd get to this point in our business. Or honestly, like, when we started this, like, we saw this coming and more. Like, well, there's a lot more to come. We didn't but, like, know exactly what would come, but we knew we could make it happen if right, we wanted right. to. Yeah, so it's not like That's we're really surprised. Yeah. You know, I hate people. Like, we know like, the oh, amount of work we put in on the right. back end. Yeah. So, like, it's not, it doesn't come out as a surprise. But no, I'm not surprised. You still, like, you don't know what to, like, I don't want to get yeah. it confused. Like, you don't know exactly that it's going to turn out this way. No, like, you don't know Magic Johnson's going to be on there or not. Yeah. But, we still don't know, but yeah, <laughs> we hope so. But, like, we can get him. Yeah. Like, we can get to that point because, like, we don't really take no as an answer. So, it doesn't surprise me that the, the hard work has resulted in what it has resulted in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously, like, we're still, like, nowhere near impressed with where we are. You know, there's a lot more that we can do and that we will do and a lot more to come. Yeah. Um, and, and sorry to cut you off, but um, another thing I wanted to plug in here is this, like, I, the concept of, like, leveling up. Like, constantly leveling up. Like, Isn't there a song like that recently? Is there? Is, is there? I mean, whoever's... Level up or level up or something like uh, that? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. But I, I don't know. It's just something I'm doing with my business right yeah. now. But yeah. also just, like, with Founder Hour, like, every now and then, make it a habit to reflect. And by reflect, I mean, again, literally, in your mind, sit down wherever you want to sit down, quiet place. And just step out of everything you're doing day to day and just don't be anything. Don't don't have feelings, don't have connections, don't have attachments, just be you. Right? Just go inside a steam room. Whatever. And be you and look at what you're doing every day. And look at the stuff that you're working on. And think about it. Like, is it time? Can I how can I level up? How can I take it to the next step? And what that does is it naturally creates goals. Like people always go like, oh, create create goals for goals for yourself. Sit down, write it down. Like, no, I don't that should no one's gonna do that. No one, no one. You don't know where to start. It's very small thing. If you just, if you just mentally just think of it that way, and it just naturally you create the next step, which is your next goal, and it excites you and it motivates you, and the next morning you wake up and it's like, damn, now now I have something else to work towards. Um, So I don't know. Level up. Keep leveling up. Whatever you're doing right now, just level up. I think um, so. For those who may or may not know, I'm not a big Trump fan. Like, not even just as president. Just like I just I think he's like. If you don't know, follow him on Twitter, you'll know. Yeah, he's just a stupid human being. Um, <laughs> I like, couldn't agree. I literally hated him when he was a Celebrity Apprentice thing, too. But um, he, has, he has a quote 
or something that he says. I'm trying to find it, but I think I'm gonna. Is it his go. or is it like? Did he like? God fucking knows. He yeah. probably stole it, knowing him. Like he probably stole it from like Socrates. Um, but <laughs> which I'm gonna speaking of Socrates, I'm gonna say something cool after. Um, you're like, yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Um, he said, or the book that he wrote, I think it was called Art of the War, Deal. Art of the Dealer. Art of the Deal. It's somewhere in there. It says, if you're gonna dream big, sorry, if you're gonna dream, might as well dream big. So it kind of goes to the level up yep. thing of like, you know, if you have an idea, question it and say, what would push this to the next idea, like to the next level? It could be something that you're never going to do or never yeah. is never going to happen or is impossible yeah. to happen, right? Yeah. Even though it's not true. But like push it to the limit. And who knows? Like, what, Yeah, what I'm saying is like, don't get so caught up in the day to day because yeah. that day to day is like, I mean, if you, if you just stay within that like kind of lower yeah. level mindset, mm-hmm. in my opinion... Uh, nothing's ever going to come out of it. You're yeah. just going to keep doing it and one day you're going to burn out and you're be like, why didn't it work out? Well, because you didn't think of it that way. You didn't think right. of the big picture and you didn't think of how you can constantly be leveling up. I'm not saying don't jump the gun. Like if you haven't put in the work for like your, you know, that next step, then you can't move on to the next one. It's like a level in a game. You know, it's for like sure. you got you to gotta beat that level to get to the next level, but always have that next level in mind. 100%. So speaking of Socrates, um, could be a cool way to end this thing. Um, kind of thought-provoking um so the other day i was having a conversation with somebody and um i was talking about like my name posh um, and i was like i was like damn like you know i just thought about it but like most philosophers like they just have like one name like you know like that's because they're like last names didn't exist back then so so pat and posh also don't have last names um you know socrates homer uh, aristotle plato I feel like Aristotle Kant had a name. Or Kant, whatever the hell he yeah. found his name. Yeah. And then there's Pat and Posh. So Amazing. are we philosophers? Are we are, are we, we are we like are we like detaching ourselves from our names like like monks? I'm not I'm I'm just putting it out there. Pat and Posh, they don't have last names. Socrates didn't have a last name. Aristotle didn't have a last name. I, I just want the Instagram handle, that's all I want. <laughs> that guy's until just, I get that Instagram handle, I don't think I could change my name. Like I, I, can't, I can't just be at Pat. Pat. Why don't you just change your name to at, at Pat? Pat? Like, oh, legally, like literally at Pat? At Pat. Oh, like oh. first name at last name Pat? Like the at sign? Yeah. And I'll do first name at last name <laughs> That'll be name so Posh. like 2018, dude. I mean, why that'll not? Be 20, that'll be like, that'll be like that's 2037. Like 20, that's like yeah, future Yeah, yeah, where you name your kids after like yeah, just I'm symbols. living in the future. You guys are living in like, the Like literally my kid's going to be born with a question mark. Like <laughs> <laughs> Question mark symbol maybe, Posh. Maybe, maybe I'm Posh. Maybe I'm not. Yeah, and then he could change no, it. I posh mean, like, question mark. Like Posh? <laughs> Yeah, like honestly, like cool. It's cool, like or just name them after like seven letter things so that it could be like a license plate, like you know, like just come up with ideas of businesses. No, or I names think you should. You should check the Instagram handle first. Make Before sure it's not taken. Yeah. Make sure it's not taken. Then yeah. name your kid that, and, and then, then buy the domain name, and then get the domain, and get the Instagram handle. Yeah. So when they're of age, this could be a good idea. Be like, by hey, the way, by the way, good business. I'm idea. gonna, of course, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like you, you gift them at a certain age. You know, like hey, Billy, you're five years old now. You're ready to have an Instagram. And I then mean, you can have add-ons like an investment portfolio yeah. and then like all this, that stuff. This handle, you know how like, you know, you give a kid like something that's like, oh, you know, like it's like a hand-me-down, like it was worth right. this much. Like this Instagram handle is worth $20,000 and it's yours. At yeah. Billy. It's a great idea, honestly. Um, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that to my kid. Come on, dude. Like, what do you <laughs> You would have to agree with the yeah, whole level. That's a whole other level of leveling up. Is getting on the same level as your spouse um, is really leveling up, yeah, especially that's, as a that's guy. Like, that's like, no, that's like leveling. Like, that's like, just leveling. That's like leveling. Yeah, that's yeah, like leveling. It's like you're leveled up. You can't level. Not gonna yeah, level. You can't. Yeah, you, you got to come down a yeah, level. Yeah, sometimes you got to come down. Yeah, so this podcast is sponsored by absolutely nobody. 
brought to you by <laughs> not yet literally again absolutely nobody. yeah yeah um yeah. so if you're interested in being a sponsor hit us up, hit us up. um we're taking minimum sponsorships of fifty thousand dollars no come on no for real though we need sponsors <laughs> we can we can use some sponsors yeah, we could use some sponsors, especially if you like have connections to, like an alcohol company. Because I'm just trying to like drink, um, like just you know some tequila and talk, you know, or some like whiskey and wine. That'd be nice. Like wine, like W H I N E, um, or just wine and wine and wine, you know. Um, but yeah, this has been another episode of the Founder Hour. After <laughs> yeah, hours, it's a pretty interesting episode. We just always have some weird shit to talk about. So catch us on Monday for the next episode. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Founder Hour. Subscribe to our newsletter. That's a big one. Yeah, man. On thefounderhour.com. And, and now subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And please. by the way, like I feel like our audience is like not used to this whole swipe up thing. Yeah, we have a swipe up feature on Instagram now, so like swipe look up. out for it and swipe up because we'll take you directly to whatever page you need to be on. So yeah. we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll do the dirty. So work no for more you. click the link in our bio. <laughs> I know that was becoming a little yeah. difficult for everybody. Yeah. But now that we have swipe, no up, more just libs. Swipe up. Lincoln bios. Like, what's that song? Wind it up, wind it up, but instead, swipe it up, swipe it up. <laughs> Love it. Is that Ciara? No. Who is it? I forgot her name. Shout out Ciara, you just got a free promotion from us. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>